Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Cotterell, and this show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting plays. Now, we had a good NFL opener last night between the Rams and Bills that we're going to break down in a minute here, some Europa League action, and then We're going to give you a couple betting plays for today before we focus on the weekend. No EPL games with the death of the queen yesterday, but we do have some college football and NFL plays for you. So we're just going to have a brief moment of silence for the queen before we get into today's show. All right, and with that... Our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available to bet on the website, and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. The Bet99 mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of the website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to Bet99 to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS at sign up to get started. And please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so and available to persons in Ontario only. So let's talk about yesterday's betting slate. Once again, a solid day. This was a very profitable day for the show yesterday. Three and one overall, starting with that Lazio play with Feyenoord. We had the first half over one and a half goals at plus 128. Lazio led 3-0 at the break after goals from Alberto, Anderson, and Vesio. And they end up winning the game 4-2 to two overall. So if you took the over anywhere, then you're definitely happy with that result. Now, on the football side of things, we start 2-0 and to start the season as the Bills won 31-10. to Josh Allen threw two interceptions early on, was a bit worried, especially since I had him in a fantasy league. But 297 passing yards, 56 rushing, and he threw for three touchdowns as well. One of those touchdowns went to Isaiah McKenzie. That was one of our plays yesterday. A big plus 275 cash on the player prop side of things. And we also had Bill's money line versus the Rams at minus 136. So very happy with yesterday's results on the NFL side of things. The Rams did not play well, especially QB Matt Stafford, who threw three picks yesterday. And so the Rams are still going to be fine. Let's not overreact to week one. But they are going to need Stafford to play much better moving forward. Our one loser yesterday was the hat that I'm wearing, the Manchester United play that we called a homer play, and it was. 
but they lose outright to Real Sociedad 1-0. Mendez with the 59th minute penalty shot. Now, I was surprised by the Man United lineup, and to be honest, I should have canceled the play once I saw the fact that they had no Sancho, no McTominay, no Varane, no Fernandez, and no Martinez. Five major players for them over this four-game winning streak that they had coming in. And then they put Anthony at center mid. They had Ronaldo on the wing. They had Maguire at the back. Just not a great lineup, and we should have seen that coming for Europa League. But 55% possession, 15 shots, no goals. Unfortunate result for United. But as we said, three in one day. Can't really complain too much more about that. couple more of the uh, Europa League results. Arsenal, we had the, the lean yesterday at under three and a half total goals. Arsenal wins two to one with Marquinhos and Nikita scoring for the Gunners. And then we were leaning both teams to score in Kiev and Istanbul. Two to one was the final there. And then we also had Ludogorets. We had them plus one at plus 100. That one would have cashed as well as they won outright in that game two to one. A lot of other Europa League results that we're, we don't have time to get into today, but it was a solid day of action. WNBA-wise, you had the Connecticut Sun are advancing to the WNBA Finals over the Chicago Sky. 72-63 to was the final. Alyssa Thomas almost had a triple-double with 12 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. While Kalia Coop Copper, she had 22 points in the loss. Now, Candace Parker, she was great defensively. She had four blocks and three steals, but just seven points in that game. It's an unfortunate result for them. Parker needed to be better offensively if they were going to win that game. But nonetheless, the defending champs are heading home. It is now set as the Connecticut Sun will take on the Vegas Aces for the WNBA title. Now, MLB leans that we had yesterday, Cubs money line, they lost outright to the Reds 4-3. to And then the White Sox in Oakland, we were on under 7. I'll be honest, I stopped looking when it was uh, 10 to nothing in the middle of the 5th. So I'm going to have to go back and look at what that game finished at, 14-2. to So they doubled there. This is why these were early leans and why we've moved away from baseball. Just haven't had a great feel for it, but we like to touch on a couple games on the show still. Now, other news, I not really a whole heck of a lot, and that's why we're going to get into talking about today's slate of games. Um, there is a lot of MLB today. We're once again staying away from the MLB side. If we had a couple leans that we like today, we would start out with Giants. Uh, money line with Rodon on the mound, taking on Smiley for the Cubs at minus 150. That would be just an early lean. And then one other one would be Orioles money line versus Boston. They've got both on the mound taking on Bellow. But with that, let's get into our betting plays for today before we start talking about the weekend. We're going to start with Werder Bremen first half money line versus Augsburg at plus 100. This is a Bundesliga play that we really like today. Now, Werder Bremen, they currently sit eighth in the standings. They're coming off a two to nothing win over VFL Bochum. Uh, that was their last time out. They've also had wins over Borussia Dortmund early on in this campaign just a few weeks ago. So I think Bremen are a very solid side. Now they're taking on Augsburg, who's coming off a 2 to nothing loss to Hertha BSC. They only have one win so far in their first five games, and that was against Leverkusen three weeks ago. So this is a team that's not even earning draws. They're just not playing well overall. 
So I think that Bremen, they're going to come out firing in this game. And so on the first half money line at plus 100, I think the value's there. I think Bremen's the far better side. They're at home. And so I like them to jump out to the early lead. So that's our first play there. Then on the college football side of things, we got two plays for you tonight, starting with Louisville versus UCF. We're taking Louisville plus six and a half. Now, UCF at home, they're near touchdown favorites. 68% of the public are also on UCF for this game. So it's a heavy bet on that side of things. But UCF, yes, they covered their massive spread last weekend against FCS team, South Carolina State. But I still think that we're maybe overreacting a bit to Louisville having one poor start. Now, Malik Cunningham, their QB, he played poorly against Syracuse. They had just seven points. He threw two picks. Just overall, a poor performance from him. But I don't think that justifies them coming into this game and being near touchdown underdogs. Um, I think Louisville's going to cover this spread. I think they have the potential to win outright in this game. It's a good bounce back week. Cunningham is much better than he showed last week. And so I like Louisville plus six and a half. Then Boise State versus New Mexico. New Mexico, they're plus 17 at home. But Boise State, they've got two thirds of the bets on them right now. Now, The overreaction could be because Boise State just lost to Oregon State 34-17 week one, while New Mexico, they beat Maine 41-0. But just because you beat Maine doesn't mean that you're a solid team. That means you took on a poor side the first week. And so Boise State, they still had the second best odds to win their conference, the Mountain West, at the start of the year. I still think they're a very solid team. And so even as 17-point road favorites, I think they're going to blow out New Mexico in this game. Uh, And so I'm rolling with the minus 17 points there for Boise State and New Mexico. Now let's look at other weekend games that there is going to be on the slate because we got CFL, we got NFL, and we've got college football. We want to get official plays out there for you guys before we head into the weekend. So let's start with the CFL. We're going to play two games on the CFL this weekend. We couldn't find any betting lines really on Bet99 currently for that BC Lions game, so we're staying away there. Don't love that game anyways. No Rourke likely for BC. And Montreal, they've been playing better in there at home. Just can't trust them on that game. But one game we do trust is Winnipeg minus 7.5 versus Saskatchewan. I am a Riders fan. I watched them lose 20-18 to last weekend at home in the Labor Day Classic. They're now heading there for the Banjo Bowl. And we know that the Blue Bombers, they're going to be ready to go for this one. I think they're going to win by double digits. I don't think this game's going to be particularly close. Still don't have a lot of faith when Cody Fajardo is at the helm for this Riders group. So at minus seven and a half, I'm going to go with Winnipeg to win and cover. And then Calgary's going to win and cover minus 10 versus Edmonton. This was a play that we had last weekend with Calgary minus 13 when they were at home. And they just had a poor first half, and then they were able to uh, win the game outright, but they weren't able to cover the steep spread. And so I think, despite the fact they're on the road, Edmonton are still not a good side. Calgary's going to be much sharper in this game, and they're going to win big. So I'm taking the Calgary spread there. Now, college football-wise, we got five plays for you for Saturday. Starting with Wake Forest, minus 12.5. They're taking on Vanderbilt there. 64% of the public, they're betting on Wake Forest for this game. Now, Wake Forest, they're 5-0 in their last five games that they play on turf. Vanderbilt, they're 2-9 against the spread in their last 11 September games. 
They're also one in six against the spread in their last seven following victories. Now, Vandy, they've got out to a good start. They've won their first two, but lots of trends going against Vandy, even at home. Um, Mitch Griffiths, he looked good uh, in the win for Wake Forest. He was 21 of 29 for almost 300 yards last game. The game here started at minus six and a half. It's now inflated to minus 12 and a half. While I do think that it may be overinflated a bit, I think that Wake Forest wins by two scores here. They'll cover that spread. Geez, if this was minus six and a half, I might have given out my first two unit play ever on the show. But we're instead going to go one unit at minus 12 and a half. Wake Forest wins and covers on the road here. Then you got Houston plus three and a half taking on Texas Tech at minus 120. Now, two thirds of the public are on Texas Tech heading into this one. So why am I on Houston? I think people are probably a bit concerned about Houston after that UTSA game. Uh, Houston what did not look sharp, especially in the first half. They came out. They were still able to pull off the victory, though, against UTSA. Whereas Texas Tech, they go and beat Murray State 63-10. to They see that and think that this is a really good Texas Tech side. And while I think they're pretty good, I just think the fact that Tech's at home, that's why a lot of people are on this one. Uh, I just think Houston, they can keep up with them offensively. I think they have the potential to win this game outright. If not, it'll be a field goal game. And so with Houston plus three and a half, having that half point is huge. I think that they're going to cover that at minus 120. Then we got Air Force. They're minus 17 and a half taking on Colorado. More money is on Colorado here at 56% of the bets. But Air Force, they've got one of the best rushing attacks in the country heading in here. And if you look at how Colorado played last week against TCU, they struggled big time. Uh, they also had just the 100th ranked rushing defense last year, and it didn't get much better for this team this year. So I think Air Force, they're also returning a lot of defensive starters. They think they're going to cause some issues for this Colorado team. The spread started at 14. It's moved to 17 and a half. So I would bet it now before it moves any further. I think it could even get to 20 by the time kickoff starts. And then I would start to get a little bit dicey when you're taking a three score victory, but I think it's 17 and a half air force. They're going to run the ball a ton. They're going to tire out this Colorado side and the second half will be theirs. Then you got Appalachian state taking on Texas A&M over 53 is our play here. Now it's 50, 50 at 54. We're taking it at 53. And so I think that changes things a little bit. Now people have a bit of, they have a lack of faith in AM, especially after they scored just 31 points against Sam Houston State. But I think they're going to score 35 plus in this game. Appalachian State, they scored 41 points in the fourth quarter against North Carolina. Now, that's mostly due to North Carolina's defense being absolutely abysmal, but it's not like AM's going to shut them out entirely. Um, the spread is there for a reason, and, and they expect some points to be scored by Appalachian State. So for me, I see this being 38 to 20 type score line. The line it opened at 49. It's moved to 53. And I think they're still going to soar over in this game. So I'm going to take the over 53. And then to cap it off, Baylor plus three versus BYU at minus 112. 67% of the public are on Baylor to cover. And I'm with them here. Both teams have high expectations coming in. BYU, they're a veteran team. But let's not forget last year, Baylor, they knocked them off. 38 to 24 they dominated them from start to finish and so they're returning a ton of starters as well on the Baylor side of things 
I would like to take Baylor money line, but I'm erring on the side of caution by just taking the points here. So give me the Baylor Bears at plus three. Now, NFL plays. We have four for you for the weekend and then some NFL player props as far as touchdowns go. But let's start with the most unpopular one probably of the week, which is Atlanta Falcons plus five and a half versus New Orleans. Now, every week one, there's a couple unexpected division game results. And people are going to say, well, Atlanta's terrible. They've got Mariota. They're going to battle for the first overall pick. But nearly 70% of the public being on New Orleans concerns me a bit. And I think this is a spot for Atlanta to pick up a division victory. This is a team that you're probably most likely to beat in the division. Carolina maybe would be on par with New Orleans. But while I think Jameis is good and he has some improved weapons, Mariota, this is going to be his first start in a couple years. I think he wants to come in and impress. I'm not going to take Atlanta to win outright, but I do think they keep it really close. I could see this game being 24-21 and Atlanta covers, and people are really excited about it. So I'm going to go with Falcons plus five and a half. I also like San Francisco as road favorites at minus six and a half versus Chicago. Now, I think the Bears, I truly believe they have the worst roster in the NFL. If you've been listening to our show, I got the Chicago Bears to be the worst team in the NFL at 10 to one odds. So I think it starts here with San Francisco winning in impressive fashion. Now, 62% of the public is on San Fran. I think it's justified, despite the fact that this is Trey Lance's first start of year two I just think he wants to prove that he should have been ahead of Fields in the draft last year Fields doesn't have a lot of help either I do think that San Fran's going to lean heavily on Elijah Mitchell in that run game looking like no George Kittle for San Fran and I don't think they'll need him week one we saw San Fran jump out to a massive lead against the Lions week one last year and then they were still able to win by eight despite the late comeback I think we see a similar type situation here Then I'm on Green Bay versus Minnesota over 47 points at minus 110. This is one that's an unpopular public one as only 42% of the people are on the over. But I think people are undervaluing how good Rodgers can still be despite the fact that his weapons may not be great. And, you know, he's got a lot of veteran guys there, whether it's Lazard, whether it's Watkins. He's got the rookies there as well. Doesn't look like Bob Tunyon will be good to go, but nonetheless... I think the offense, they're going to lean heavily on Jones and Dillon, and this is not a great rush defense for Minnesota. Plus, Minnesota's coming into this game with a new offensive-minded head coach who will now, I think, elevate Kirk Cousins' game, and they're going to score points at home. Now, I like Minnesota to win this game. I think it's going to be 28-24 fashion. Uh, Green Bay, they're not going to come out as flat as they did last year, so I'm going to roll with the over 47 in that game. And then to cap off the NFL ones, I'm taking Giants plus six versus Tennessee. 46% of the public are on the Giants, but I think that the Titans are being a bit overvalued to start out of the gate and people will say, well, they really only lost A.J. Brown, but that's a major loss. We don't know how this team's going to look. Is Traylon Burks going to be any good? How's Robert Woods going to look coming off the injury? I do think they'll lean on Derrick Henry, but I do think that the Giants rush defense has improved quite a bit as well. And so... With all the new weapons in that offense, if Henry can't get it going, Tannehill could struggle at home in the opener. Let's not forget they got blown out last year in their opener against Arizona. I think the Giants can keep it within that six-point spread, and so I'm taking Giants plus six. Now, our five touchdown player props that we're going to have for the weekend, Lamar Jackson versus the Jets at plus 120. 
they're taking on Flacco. There's some added motivation there, given their relationship wasn't great when he was in town. So I think Lamar's going to make sure that he punches one in in that game. Tyree Kill plus 120 versus New England. His first game in Miami, I think they're going to make it a point for him to score here. He got the massive contract, and I think Miami's going to win this game easily. Elijah Mitchell plus 110 against Chicago. I talked a lot about the run game. No Kittle there. He's going to be a guy that punches in a score for San Fran. Hunter Renfro plus 179 versus the Chargers. Last season against the Chargers, he had 10 catches for 58 yards, but he had three touchdowns. So he may not have a ton of yards, but with Devontae there, we don't know how whether Waller's going to play or not. I like Renfro to score. And then Dalton Schultz plus 179 versus Tampa Bay. The Cowboys, they're going to score points like they did last year, and Schultz is going to be a red zone target. So I like the Dalton Schultz anytime touchdown. But with that being said, thank you all for tuning in on this Friday. Enjoy your weekend. We got college football tomorrow, NFL on Sunday, NFL Monday nighter as well with Russell Wilson returning to Seattle. A lot of great games. We'll be live on the Off the Ball Network socials doing bets on bets on bets Sunday morning. Some of these plays might be there, might even have a couple more that we find over the weekend. But Enjoy your time with family this weekend, and we'll see you guys on Monday for the Competitive Hedge podcast.